This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. A lawsuit is filed against the U.S. Department of Treasury by 60 inmates who are currently in an Alabama prison. The lawsuit is seeking to bar the state from using money from COVID-19 relief legislation in order to build new prisons. The plaintiffs argue that improving prison conditions does not help a community recover from the impact of the pandemic and is contrary to the American Rescue Plan language. The state of Alabama is arguing that the ARP funds are to be used to make up for lost revenue that's been caused by the pandemic, and those lost funds in Alabama would have been used for prison construction, so funneling the ARP funds to a prison project is acceptable. Congressman Mike Rogers is one of those who is not happy about the federal funds being used in prison projects. He says it should be used for expanding broadband internet to rural parts of Alabama. Rogers spoke about it to 1890 News political editor Jeff Poor on Talk FM 106.5 out of Mobile. We gave the states the money to deal with COVID and the problems that came out of COVID. One of the problems we have in Alabama is we're a rural state and we don't have enough broadband for the people who have to work at home, go to school at home, and they're building prisons with that, that, that money. It just aggravates me so much that every dime of that money the state's got should be going to putting broadband in, in throughout the state. And the fact that they're even dis- discussing what to do with it rather than spending on broadband makes me want to just chew nails. And it's not just Alabama, all the states are doing it. They're, they're using it kind of as a cookie jar to, to, to get their wish list fulfilled. But they ought to be spending on things to help us deal with the next pandemic, assuming we have another one. An environmental review is yet another report that supports the whole idea of Huntsville becoming the headquarters for the U.S. Space Command. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville has evaluated that report, which was conducted by the U.S. Air Force, Tuberville says there's no significant environmental impact brought by moving the new command to Alabama. He says this is a welcome report, but also not surprising that Huntsville is the ideal home for the Space Command due to the robust defense industry that's already established here. Colorado officials are still seeking to keep the startup site at the Peterson Air Force Base in that state. Alabama Power is increasing its energy prices. The company says the rising cost of fuel is causing this decision. In August, the monthly bill for the average Alabamian could see an increase of $6 to the total bill. Alabama Power says a credit of $20 or so will be seen by some customers on their July bill due to lower-than-forecasted costs for 2021. Two judges on an Alabama Court of Criminal Appeals believe that a fair trial was not conducted in Houston County last year And that's because witnesses were required by a judge to wear masks when they testified. Defendants called in the case against Emiliano Rodriguez took the stand with face coverings, even though there was no emergency health order in place at that time. The two judges say that this deprived Rodriguez of a constitutional right to confront those testifying against him and that he deserves a new trial. Rodriguez is charged with second-degree rape. Witnesses included the 15-year-old victim who took the stand against Rodriguez in this trial. Three other judges on this appeals court still upheld Rodriguez's conviction. Rodriguez is serving a 17-year prison sentence. He has lived in the U.S. illegally for the past 20 years. 
Police have caught up with a man in Georgia who is suspected of stealing merchandise from an Amazon warehouse in Huntsville. Marquise Ryans is also suspected of theft from multiple Amazon warehouses in the southeast. Authorities in Coweta County, Georgia, say that this past June, about $30,000 worth of merchandise was taken. Ryans is also suspected of taking $15,000 worth of materials from the Amazon Center in Huntsville and $28,000 worth from the one in Mississippi. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the annual rate of inflation in the U.S. is breaking records, but not in a good way. The Department of Labor has released numbers showing a 9.1 inflation rate increase for June. The rate already surpassed a 40-year record months ago. The Consumer Price Index rose by 1.3% for June compared to the CPI the month before. President Joe Biden reacted to the news by saying the numbers are out of date for that month since they do not reflect the impact of recent drops in gas prices. Biden's statement came out shortly after the Labor Department released the report. Biden says the lowered gas prices is giving important breathing room for American families. The average U.S. worker is estimated to have lost $3,400 in annual income ever since Biden took office and inflation started to skyrocket. The loss of wages estimate comes from E.J. Antony at the Heritage Foundation. Antony says the economic state of the country is crushing consumers and the middle class and that the White House instead is throwing out garbage lines about the economy being in transition. Antony told Fox Business News that this is like saying the iceberg transitioned the Titanic into a submarine. While Americans are digesting this latest news on the U.S. economy, Congress, along with the Biden administration, is now preparing to send another $1.7 billion of U.S. taxpayer money over to Ukraine yet again. The U.S. Agency for International Development, which is referred to as USAID, will be coordinating the funds with the U.S. Department of Treasury. This latest contribution to Ukraine will be designated to help the Ukrainian government continue core functions like gas and electricity to hospitals and schools and to pay for salaries of civil servants and teachers. Senator Liz Warren of Massachusetts just cannot accept the ruling that came from the U.S. Supreme Court regarding abortion and state governments deciding that issue. Warren continues to beat the war drums on dismantling crisis pregnancy centers throughout the nation. She spoke with NBC 10 News out of Boston, referring to these nonprofit organizations as well-disguised torture chambers for women. In Massachusetts right now, those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to fool people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber true abortion clinics by three to one. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts and we need to shut them down all around the country. You should not be able Meanwhile, Heidi Matsky of California was before the Senate Judiciary Committee recently. Matsky is part of the Alternatives Pregnancy Center in California. She talked about what that organization does to help women in crisis. Our clinic alone in Sacramento provides over a million dollars of free medical services each year to women who come to us. We charge them nothing. That means we never financially benefit from any choice a woman makes. We make no profit of any kind off the women who turn to us for help. 
We offer pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, prenatal care up to 24 weeks, well woman visits. We test and treat for sexually transmitted diseases. We offer abortion pill reversal services, abortion recovery counseling, and parenting classes. And if finances are a problem, we have diapers, wipes, baby formula, baby food, baby clothing, baby supplies. Um, and if a woman needs a hotel room, we provide that as well. When a woman comes in so afraid of what an unplanned pregnancy will mean for her life, we do not urge her in that moment to make any decision. We listen, we try to hear her heart, we offer professional services and emotional support. Whether she chooses parenting, adoption, or abortion, we will continue to be there for her for years if necessary. Matsky also referenced recent threats and safety measures taken for those who work at these crisis centers. We have been forced to hire 24-hour on-site security. We've had to reinforce doors and bulletproof our walls. We've had to paint our building with anti-graffiti coating. We've added cameras, armed our staff with pepper spray, and stopped running our mobile clinic because of threats of violence. We have been forced to expend valuable resources, resources for women of up to $150,000 just to protect ourselves. Why? Because we offer free care to women. The released security video of the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, where a shooting took place in May, is absolutely devastating. Law enforcement responding to the crisis entered the facility, then quickly retreated when the 18-year-old gunman fired back at them from around the corner. One of the officers is seen getting hand sanitizer from one of the dispensers in the hallway as they waited a safe distance from that shooter in order for more backup to come. This all happened while the 18-year-old shooter had over 20 hostages in a classroom that he ultimately shot and killed. 77 minutes later, officers made a breach of the classroom. Over 100 rounds were fired by the shooter before that breach was made. The screams of the children were scrubbed from the video. The fired rounds were not. Republicans in Congress are reacting to the ongoing tranche of videos and emails and other information that's being circulated online from Hunter Biden's infamous laptop. The president's son can be seen on video smoking a crack pipe while supposedly in drug rehab. Another video, he's talking to a prostitute while weighing out his crack crystals on a scale. Republicans say Hunter is a national security threat and they want an investigation into the president's sons and his dealings overseas with foreign entities while Joe Biden was vice president. Colorado Congresswoman Lauren Boebert posted on social media that after watching these videos, no one can believe that Joe Biden was not completely blackmailed by a foreign adversary. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin spoke on Fox News about the docs that he has found and released to Americans regarding Biden's business dealings. We don't have equal justice. We have a two-tier justice system, uh, one that will uh, treat with kid gloves or cover up for Democrats and their powerful friends, the elite, and the rest of Americans. And I think we're seeing that big time with Hunter Biden and all of his uh, uh, very suspicious uh, transactions that uh, certainly Senator Grassley and I, we have the the actual bank records now. We've shown those on the Senate floor uh, that show highly suspicious activity that I don't believe this Justice Department is doing enough to investigate and potentially prosecute. The debauchery of Hunter Biden has reached such a point in the public awareness that rapper Bryson Gray has now composed music and lyrics to the whole thing and placed it on YouTube. I will leave you with just a snippet.
You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out the 1819 News podcast with host Brian Dawson and Ray Mellick as they talk to the CEO of the World Games, Nick Sellers, about how this international event has brought together the community surrounding Birmingham. And these World Games, unlike the Olympics, they use existing venues to the greatest extent. So like sumo wrestling and Muay Thai and kickboxing at Batwell Auditorium. You won't, you wouldn't recognize Batwell, man. I mean, it's had, we put a lot of makeup on her and she looks good. (laughs) You wouldn't recognize Avondale Park. I mean, my gosh, when I went out there two or three months ago, I I told my team, I was like, fellas, we're gonna have to move it. I mean, there's just no way we can have archery and have the best archers in the world shooting across this pond with what's happening. But the city all joined in together with friends of Avondale Park. They jointly did a public private partnership and gave that park an incredible facelift with munchies and all the cool stuff happening around Avondale. It's going to be a great place to have some fun and watch some incredible athletes um, compete for gold and, and archery. I can say that across the area, guys. Uh, Crossplex is having a, a bit of a facelift as well. Uh, Railroad Park is going to look fantastic. We took Sloss Furnaces and turned it into what will be the world's biggest sports party for two weekends. And, and the big thing is for City Walk, man, that. Yeah. If, if people haven't seen what's going to happen down there, there's pickleball courts, there's skate, there's a skate park, one of the nicest in the Southeast, I'm told. Um, there's going to be beer and wine gardens that stay long after these games, food trucks. It's really going to be a place when we have big events to just have a huge city street party um, and a place to bring your family. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow with more of the Daily Detail. Remember, you can subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you can certainly send a link on to a friend to see if they will enjoy these reports as well. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been the Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.